Hello, 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 hello. I bet you thought that we had packed it in as a podcast, didn't you? Well, based on the underlying statistical data, that would have been a reasonable assumption. But alas, we are back all the same, defying the statistical odds like Burnley or Manchester United or, I don't know, some foreign super to watch. Um, I'm going to have a chat this week with Om, who is a Real Madrid fan, a, ma- a member of the Managing Madrid's uh, SP Nation group, a podcast, uh, uh, a blogger, and also um, he has a brilliant YouTube channel where he analyses games. Let's have a chat with Om. video uh, last night you also did an article today which i haven't read yet but i'm sure it's just as excellent as the video which is about uh rail betis uh positional play um and it's it's sort of the lack of positional play uh or sort of the any kind of alternative attacking structure that's been blamed for real madrid's struggles this season is that is that something that you subscribe to yeah i mean yeah i i subscribe to that completely and it's something that i've been banging on about for a long time now not just this season in seasons past it's it's been a thing under Zidane that we lack consistency in structure because essentially he doesn't have a defined philosophy. So it's it's kind of the exact opposite of a positional player, juego de posición. And because, because positional play is essentially a very structured system, it's something that you need to repeat over and over again to get it right. It has specific patterns of play that you follow. And it's all a very... I, th- there are ways that you can interpret positional play to to suit your own needs. You don't have to necessarily do everything that Pep Guardiola does when he interprets positional play, but there are set guidelines that you need to follow to be successful under it. And under Zidane, he, he really doesn't have a philosophy at all. You can, at, at least from what I can discern, I've watched pretty much every single match, a uh, rounded match under Zidane, and it changes so often. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that he... Part of his job is managing the squad and rotating often and trying to keep everyone happy. But part of it is also because tactically he is a bit naive at times. And I, I guess it's just his preference to, to constantly try to surprise, surprise opponents with completely different formations, completely different styles of play. And it, 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 it's worked a bit, right? Because we've won two league titles, uh, one, well, league yeah. title, one league title and two Champions League titles over the past two seasons. But it, it's hard on the players because... They don't have a consistent structure, a consistent philosophy to adhere to. So it's hard for them to just have, you know, three days of preparation and go out on a pitch and work in an extremely cohesive manner and ensure that there's no holes in the scheme. And Zidane has tried to be extremely fluid in what he's done this season, especially with Isco's role in the beginning of the season. And that extreme fluidity combined with the lack of of an overarching philosophy has made it very difficult for Real Madrid to be compact defensively all the time and for there to be any real structure to kind of support the things we want to do. And I think that's part of the reason we're in the situation that we are in right now. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be said for um, 
adaptability and 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 game to game um alterations um these this sort of lack of attacking structure criticism is one that's cropped up a lot this season and it's one that cropped up a lot two seasons ago but it didn't happen a lot last season when as you said you won the champions league so the follow-up question has to be given that there's very little in the way of attacking structure for real madrid how did they not just win the champions league but dominate european football last season that is an excellent question and it is one which I will attempt to answer, but if I'm just being completely honest, I I think I think I have to say that I'm not entirely sure because when Zidane first came onto the scene and when I first saw what he was doing under Madrid, I wasn't very confident at all. I mean, there was the fact that the team just looked a lot better than they did under Benitez, but it wasn't because of any particular tactical reasons, at least in the beginning. It was simply the fact that the players... They believed in Zidane, they respected him because he was a legendary player, whatever, and and they just started fighting harder again. They started playing harder on the pitch. And I think it's fair to say for that half of 2015-16 when Zidane came in, it had a it didn't really have much to do with tactics and it had more to do with the mental aspect of the game and simply just Zidane being able to motivate his squad so the quality of Real Madrid's individual talent shone through. Of course, in that span of time, there were little things that sh- that showed that Zidane did have some tactical acumen. So against Barcelona away, we played really, really well. And it, he, we sat in a low block. We were really structured defensively and we counter-attacked. We counter-attacked. So one of the classic ways that we beat Barcelona in the past under Mourinho and Zidane applied those concepts very well in that game. And it gave me a lot of hope. And against Atletico, it was fairly good. We We, we sort of played the same way. Um, I wouldn't say our attacking play was all that great, but defensively we were all right. And I'd say we matched Atletico fairly well in, in a game that wasn't very entertaining. We took it to penalties. And I guess for a manager that came in at the time, that was acceptable. And then then comes the next season. And I in the beginning, I really didn't see any improvements at all. It was, it was pretty much the same thing in 2015-16, except this time teams had become more accustomed to Real Madrid. They were exploiting our compactness issues better. We didn't seemed to have a plan in offense other than crossing and then it it, it we just kept winning somehow it it was late goals late set piece goals from Ramos it was you know, late headed goals from from substitutes like Morata and even Mariano and when it came to the final third of the season we switched to a diamond with Isco as a central attacking midfielder once Bale went out injured and there, w- there wasn't much structure there either, but it was just, I think, the simple fact that Modric, Kroos, and Isco just simply overwhelmed opposition midfields. They overloaded them, and they worked together really well. And I think more so, because I, I wouldn't say that there was less structure then. In all, all, everything that I mentioned, there was, there was less structure than what we're seeing now, because I think it's gotten worse in that aspect this season. I think in the, in the seasons where we've won trophies, it was predicated around crossing, and the only player who ever had a truly free role under Zidane was Isco, and he would attempt. So there were there were really good instances of him counterpressing well, and if you want to counterpress well, there has to be preparation and possession, and the Champions League final against Juventus was a really great example, especially the second half, where we came out, we counterpressed them really well, we suffocated them, Casemiro scored a, scored a goal, Ronaldo scored a goal, off a counter-pressing action, and we won the game. So there were 
So there was the sense that crossing under underlied our entire season, the 2016-17 season, and in specific matches, Zidane would up his tactical game and create some sort of structure, usually in in some in some kind of pressing sense that would allow us to take control of games and win. And besides the Super Cup matches in the beginning of the 2017-18 season, we haven't seen that at all. Our pressing has been abysmal. And I think part of that is because Zidane saw some of the success of the fluidity of the diamond of the season past and tried to expand on that. He said, well, if it worked so well because Isco, Modric, and Kroos just roamed kind of wherever they pleased and it was mainly Isco who did that, then obviously that works better if I give Modric and Kroos more freedom and if Isco not only can just move wherever he pleases in the attacking phase of the game, but can move wherever he pleases in all phases of the game. And so it came to the point where Isco was receiving the ball from the center backs and Casemiro was ahead of everyone else and it was a disaster and I think Zidane has understood a little bit that he cannot continue to play like that and can't continue to go with the diamond but then again he did play the diamond versus PSG so it's really hard to know what he's thinking. Zidane sort of um, is the latest in a line of sort of vaguely similar managers in that they again aren't focused on attacking structure um, and the uh, they are they're praised in line with success and that success is accredited to accredited primarily to the ability to motivate players and manage egos um firstly do you think that that is fair i think it's fair in in an assessment of zidane obviously i think there's more nuance there because the thing with his tactical ability is if you didn't get that in my my long ramble about madrid's attacking structure is that it's inconsistent so that it's very hard to assess how good he is tactically because you can pick out specific matches where the tactics were actually excellent, where the team was more structured and there was a better plan, and then you can look at several matches where tactics are just non-existent. So having said that, yes, I think that assessment of Zidane is, is generally fair in that a, a lot of his success, more so than other managers, has to do with man motivation and man management. But when you talk about that being a line of new managers... I think you need to expand on that a little bit because other because other than Zidane, I don't know that many successful managers that are like him. Well, I mean, I would say Ancelotti isn't a million miles away from him in management style. I think I think Ancelotti is very similar to Zidane in in, in management style, but tactically, I see a strong difference in the sense that Zidane randomly struggles to apply fundamental tactical principles to the game, like just basic compactness you know, principles, uh, ensuring that the two lines of defense are well set together. And I think Ancelotti doesn't struggle to do that. I don't think Ancelotti is overly focused on tactics or focused on tactics in a way that a Pep Guardiola is. But I think he's underrated tactically because he managed Madrid, especially in the 2014-15 season, with an unbalanced squad. And he made it defensively very, very competent. It's People tend to think that Madrid side just leaked goals and were horrible defensively, but especially for that first half of the season, it was thanks to his tactics, along along with his ability to man-manage, that allowed Madrid to, to be as good as they were. And so I think that's that's where I would, I would make the difference in the sense that Ancelotti maybe relies on other things than tactics more than other managers, but I think that's where, I think that's not where Zidane is different. I think where he's different is he also has that, but there are fundamental tactical issues that he has that I think most other managers do not at this level of the game. 
yeah, I think uh, we in the sort of tactics, Twitter, blogosphere, whatever, get a lot of flack for um, undermining the tactical know-how of any manager who doesn't mm-hmm. teach a positional play model. Mm-hmm. And we, and I, I don't want to uh, be guilty of, of, of undermining some of the more brilliant things and, and tweaks that Zidane has uh, managed and Angelotti and Mourinho before him as well. Do you think that um, because of the task of managing individuals and managing egos, um, it is particularly hard to teach positional play to Real Madrid? I, I think to a certain extent it can it can limit it. But I I so if if because Zidane definitely does spend a ton of time having having to manage his players and ensure that everyone's happy through the rotation. But I think that issue has more to do simply with the size of the squad and the dynamics when it comes to the quality of players you have. So I don't think any manager can deal with having a, a bench that is arguably as good as the starting 11. For example, last season you had Morata and James Rodriguez on the bench, and they left simply because of the fact that they weren't getting enough playing time. And I think you can argue that Zidane could have given them you know, a little more minutes here and there, but at the end of the day, Zidane did what he could to keep them happy with a pretty rigorous rotation system. And I think it's those kinds of things. The, the kind of new trend that Madrid has had, the stacking the midfield, stacking the team with tons of quality that makes it difficult for Zidane to focus on things other than man managing or, or to say it better, to he has to spend a lot of his time focusing on those sorts of things in, instead of maybe having more time to focus on tactics and teaching something like positional play. But I don't know... Or I doubt how much of an influence it has, for example, when, when you say egos, um, a lot of people there, when they say that, they imply that, uh, I don't know, that some of Real Madrid's players just aren't disciplined enough, or they, they're simply not willing enough to learn these concepts and, and play within such a structured system. I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that with sort of invisible quotation marks when I say egos. Okay, firstly, do you think that Zidane will stick around for much longer? Do you think he'll be there next season? It, it really depends. So if we don't, say we don't beat PSG or, or we don't win the Champions League, essentially, I really do think he's gone. I think Zidane has gotten a lot more leeway and influence than any other Madrid manager has in the past because of his past status. But I don't think he even he can survive a season like this where we're we're more fighting to stay in the Champions League than we are fighting for the league title. So yeah, trophies in the minds of fans and especially in the minds of, of Madrid fans in the Madrid hierarchy is really, really important and it kind of validates everything that is done. So yeah, I'd say Zidane wins the Champions League, he stays. If he doesn't, he's gone. Okay, so uh, with everything uh, already said in mind, do you think that it is one necessary for Real Madrid to have a manager who teaches positional play and to possible to find one? So the first first question I'd say no. Um positional play is my preferred Alright so sorry let's 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 sub out positional play for attacking structure. So you would, in, you would stretch that wide to the likes of Conte who has a, a more rigid or more automated attacking style. Yeah I, I do think it's possible. I think I so I I said that in I said to one of your previous questions that's it would be difficult, more difficult, I think, to focus on these kinds of things when a coach's mind is occupied with other things like having to rotate and having to keep everyone pleased. But I 
don't think that I, I think that influences some of Zidane's tactical choices, but I don't think that's the reason he doesn't play in a more attacking structured style or positional play. I just think it's Zidane um I don't want to say he doesn't know how to because I don't know personally if he doesn't, but I think it's just sure. because tactically he's just not up there with the best coaches in the world, so he doesn't he doesn't play that way. Um I do think it is possible to play in attacking structured style. Um it just simply takes a coach that is willing to do it. It's just it, it, we just tend to select coaches that are better in in the aspects mentioned, like managing egos and stuff. So, and and for whatever reason, the coaches that are, are great at that seem to have a more fluid style of attacking play because they're more lax. But I do think it is possible. So if you brought someone like Conte, I think it would be possible. I don't think it would be any problem to sit down and tell Benzema, Bale, and Ronaldo and say here are some attacking combinations that we have and I want you to go through with these. Because even with Mourinho, who is being criticized a lot at Chelsea for not having uh, a ton of attacking patterns planned out, I think with Madrid, where he had to be more of an offensive coach than he ever had to be, he did have some attacking patterns of play. We can have a coach that comes in with more structured attacking play and it can succeed. It's just that it's, for whatever reason mostly coincidence that in the, the past four seasons or so, we just haven't had managers that, that have been like that. Uh, we both uh, name-dropped Conte. Is there anyone else you would have in mind to um, fulfill that task? So I'd be comfortable with Ancelotti coming back, but um, like we're, since we're discussing more uh, structured attacking play, I think I'd take a risk on, on someone like Tuchel. It's, it's, it's difficult with young managers. Tuchel is slightly naive. Um, as we saw in the Champions League last season, he made some critical mistakes. But I would, if I was in charge of Real Madrid, I'd be comfortable with him coming in and, and letting him grow the squad and letting them grow them into a philosophy. Your manager, uh, Mauricio Pochettino. No, no, that's not an acceptable <laughs> answer. Next. He, he, is my, he is my favorite choice um, to come and manage Real Madrid. Um, partly because there's some sentiment in there because... He he hates Barcelona, so that's always yeah that's always a great thing in my book. But he also is a fantastic manager, and I think he is because you asked me, you know, how, or or I think I mentioned like how how many managers out there really can can balance the focus on the tactical and the focus on managing egos. And I think Pochettino is one of the best in the world because uh, I talked about this on a previous Managing Madrid podcast. But I remember reading in Harry Kane's article in the Players Tribune how Pochettino after Kane scored a hat trick or something, Pochettino invited him into the office. He sat Kane down and had a glass of wine with him and basically took the time to tell Kane how, how how much he appreciated him and his exploits in the squad. And that's the type of thing that will go down very well in, in the Real Madrid dressing room. It's, it almost felt like I was reading a story about Ancelotti talking to Ronaldo or Bale or something like that. And so I think his ability to, to manage egos, quote-unquote, and keep everyone happy in that sense, coupled with his more structured style of play, would go down very well in Real Madrid. And I think... I, I don't think it's out of, out of the question to say that um, Madrid can play a more disciplined style of play, especially under a manager like that. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with your assessment of uh, Pochettino there. I will cry <laughs> when he does eventually go. Along with Pochettino, can you give us Harry Kane as well? Have you got 700 million spare? You know, we just might. Yeah, that's the problem. All right, um, that's it. That's all of my questions. Thank you very much, mate. Um, have you got anything to plug? Uh, I mean, you mentioned that article and video I... I did on Real Betis's positional play against Real Madrid. Um, I guess I guess I can plug that. And if if you if you end up liking that, I have a YouTube channel in my name, Omarvin. All right, brilliant. Thank you again for coming on, mate. Have a good one. 
And thank you, listener, for making it this far through this gigantic uh, 20 minute podcast episode. Um, I have been Nathan A. Clark. This is the Per 90 Pod. And don't forget to tune in next year. Yeah.